Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. The Philosopher's Stone, the ultimate prize in the study of alchemy, an ancient form of natural science and chemistry that pursued the purification and perfection of organic materials, including the transmutation of base metals such as copper, lead, or nickel into the noble metals, especially gold. Alchemists believed they could discover elixirs that would give humans immortality or cure all diseases, and the Philosopher's Stone was believed to have the power to do all of these things thus the holy grail of their field. Its creation was first considered feasible as early as 300 AD, although if you listen to alchemists themselves, they believe its knowledge was given to Adam directly from God, and the reason why so many of the early biblical patriarchs lived for hundreds and hundreds of years. But its theoretical foundation comes, of course, from the ancient Greek philosophers, including Plato. The concept of a physical rock having the capability of both turning stuff into gold and making people live forever didn't seem as far-fetched back in the day than it does to you and me now. The ancient Egyptians firmly believed that drinking gold water would keep them forever young. Wei Boyang, a 2nd and 3rd century alchemist from China, recorded his own opinion that gold possessed immortal properties, and those who drank it would therefore enjoy longevity. Fast-forwarding to the 16th century, guzzling down the precious metal was a major trend throughout the French nobility. One noblewoman, Diane de Poitiers, made sure that she drank a tonic of gold chloride mixed with diethyl ether every day, and by that time, drinkable gold was peddled as the cure for just about everything. Epilepsy? Check. Gullibility? Unfortunately, no. As for Diane de Poitiers, she died at the age of 66, looking surprisingly young and fabulous but more than likely from the very thing she thought was keeping her eternally youthful. Anti-aging recipes ranged from the simple and slow killing, like the one Dion imbibed, to downright complicated and kill you on the spot. In 1578, Pope John XXI wrote his own recipe for a youth serum. Over a six-day period, you combined gold with silver, iron, copper, steel, and lead filings, and mixed it into the urine of a virgin child on the first day. Then you mixed that horrifying concoction with white wine, fennel juice, egg whites, human breast milk, and red wine. The resulting brew was mixed with more egg whites. And voila! You'll never suffer from a bad back or yell at some kid to get off your lawn. Hennig Brand was a 17th century alchemist who was just as obsessed with discovering the Philosopher's Stone as the rest of his peers. He blew all of his first wife's dowry in its pursuit and got lucky when he married again to a wealthy widow allowing him to continue his obsession. The possibility of using a single object to transmute base metals into gold was too enticing to pass up, and for years he tried to figure out ways to produce such an object, using, of all things, urine as the secret ingredient. He always came up short, but he refused to give up. Then in 1669, Hennig gave it one more try. Hiding out in his basement laboratory, he let 1,500 gallons of urine stand for days. 
Once the container of pee was good and smelly, he brought the liquid waste to a boil until it reduced into a thick syrup. The gooey fluid was heated again until a red oil was distilled, which he removed and set aside for later. What remained after a cooling period was a black, spongy material resting on top of a bed of salt. Hennig threw out the salt, mixed the red syrup back in with the black stuff, and heated the blend for another 16 hours. White fumes billowed and filled the basement, and when the allotted time was up, the alchemist looked into the tub and stared at a marvelous, glowing wax substance. It wasn't technically a stone, but it sure looked magical. How could it not be what he had been searching for after all of these years? The only way to be sure was to test it, and as many times as he tried to turn something into gold, he failed every attempt. Hennig Brand may have never discovered the coveted Philosopher's Stone, but he still managed to discover another important element from the depths of his vats of urine. He didn't know it then, but he had just figured out a preliminary way to produce an element that is just as critical to life and longevity. Phosphorus. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a 5-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.